Back in 2020, just as the pandemic was beginning, we hosted a series of conversations, each of them with a wise and intriguing individual. As we recommenced the series in 2022, we created this summary of some of the best outtakes for you to dive into and reflect on wiser conversations. We hope you enjoy this look back and encourage you to share the episode with friends and colleagues. Only dead people never get stressed. Only dead people never have their hearts broken. Only dead people never experience the disappointment that comes with failure. You know, and so the analog to this is, you know, I talk about this idea that we don't get to have a meaningful career or leave the world a better place or raise a family without stress and discomfort. Hi, everyone. Dr. Susan David is a psychologist on a mission to make us more emotionally agile, more able to understand ourselves and recognize what we are thinking and feeling before we make choices. We chat about Susan's personal story and key ideas which over 10 million people around the world have checked out already. One of the things I am fascinated by as a general concept is anytime there's a gap or a space between things. Anytime there's a difference between what you desire or what you're aspiring to have and what you think your condition is now, there's this, there's this gap, right? Yeah. And concept of a space, right? Yes. Tell us yes. about that. Well, I think there are different spaces. There's, there's the space, you know, that we hear when Viktor Frankl's work is referred to, for example, the space between stimulus and response. They Just for people space. who don't know, Viktor Frankl's a Holocaust survivor who created a whole philosophy on how to live a meaningful and build a meaningful life. Yeah. So Viktor Frankl, you know, survives the Nazi death camps and basically describes this idea that between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose. And it's in that choice that lies our growth and freedom. When we are emotionally inagile, when we are hooked by our thought, our emotion and our story, there is no space between stimulus and response. He started in on the finances. I'm leaving the room. You know, there's, there's no space. We basically are just responding on autopilot. When we just go about our life day to day without thinking about is this really the job that I want to be in? Is it really the life that I want to be living? The car that I want to be driving? We can also be on autopilot. So there's no space there. And emotional agility is about the skills that help us to create the space so that we can bring our values and our intentions forward effectively. Of course, there's another space. And the space is that when there are unknowns, that often fear falls in the gaps of our unknowns. You know, we we know this again psychologically, that when people have an unknown, they are much more likely to say, I'd love to do this thing. But what if such and such happens? Fear falls in the gaps. And I think this is, again, why this recognition that fear has a function that is a beautiful function that's trying to protect you, but that fear doesn't need to call the shots in your life. You get to call the shots. You own your emotions. They don't own you. So we need to be able to be with our emotions so that we own them and that we are the people moving forward. We make the choice. We can choose knowing what we know and the, the space that is before us. Yeah. You have a phrase, which I don't really like, the tyranny of positivity. 
the yes. tyranny of positivity. So for me, let's play back the tape what we were just talking about. I see something yeah. that's difficult, it's a challenge, I kind of look at them, identify them. And then I, my choice, more often than not, I think, is to choose to be positive and move forward positively. Yeah. But I'm not sure if you're saying that's bad or you're saying that we're too, um, as, a, as a society, too biased towards just, hey, get, you know, what are you moping around about? Just be positive. Like, what is it that you mean by the tyranny of positivity? Yeah, so the tyranny of positivity, what I mean by this is the latter. So it's this idea that if you are looking at your situation and you're saying, gee, I feel bad about this, but here's some opportunities. This is how I'm going to galvanize myself to come forward towards these. And you're doing it from the place of your values and a sense of connectedness and authenticity, then you're not in a tyranny of positivity. You're in a space of psychological wellness and wholeness where you've been able to look at the situation and choose a path forward. That's very different from feeling, you know, worried about something and just saying, I'm just not going to worry about it. And actually it might've been something that you should have worried about because if you'd have worried about it, you would have been able to contingency plan and find an effective pathway. And so the tyranny of positivity is basically a comment on um, social structures and very often family structures that connote this idea that there are good and bad emotions and that what this often does is it leaves people feeling that they have to constantly put on a brave, happy face. And the problem with this is that it's denial. You know, it is fundamentally denial. Uh, what you're doing is you are not actually dealing with the reality of the world as it is. Instead, you're trying to pretend that the world is something different. Kia ora, thank you for taking the time to tune into this mini episode by Wiser Conversations. The host is Derek Handley and I'm the creative producer Shay Zara Blomfield. What resonated with you from this recording? Maybe you want to reach out to us on social media, share the link with a friend or leave a review. All these things support us and we love to hear feedback. If you want to hear more, you can find the full episode and others from Wiser Conversations on your favorite podcast app. We hope you'll join us again soon.